0: Hey, everybody. This is Doug Robertson of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution with another edition of the Southern Fried Soccer Podcast. I hope you're doing well. It is April 19th, and on Wednesday, Atlanta United will host Chattanooga in the third round of the U.S. Open Cup at Kennesaw State Stadium. Game time is 7.30. It should be streamed on the team's website if you can't get there. And of course, Atlanta United remains U.S. Open Cup defending champ from the tournament it won in 2019 because COVID canceled the event in 2020 and 2021. The teams have never met before in a professional match, but y'all aren't tuning into this podcast to hear me preview Atlanta United versus Chattanooga. You want to talk about Brad Guzan and all the other things that have happened with this team. For those new to the podcast, you can follow me on Twitter at Doug Robertson AJC and on Facebook at Atlanta United News Now. The big news that came out of last week's scoreless draw with Cincinnati at Mercedes-Benz Stadium was Brad Guzan suffering a ruptured Achilles tendon in his right leg. He is going to be out for the season. Guzan is the team's captain. He remains one of the better goalkeepers in Major League Soccer, despite his age of 37. I don't know if he's going to try to return. Manager Gonzalo Pineda intimated yesterday that he thought Brad would try to go through the surgery and rehab and return next year. He has one year remaining on his deal with Atlanta United. But who knows? I mean, he's had a fantastic career, first at South Carolina, then with Chivas USA, then in England, Aston Villa, Middlesbrough, Hull City for the U.S. Men's National Team. Helped Atlanta United win several trophies. Um, It's a horrible way if this does end his career. I hope it doesn't. Uh, Brad's a good guy. He's always fun to talk to. It's always fun to count how many times he says listen in his answers to questions when we ask him. Um, But it's an impactful loss. Uh, Here's Gonzalo Pineda talking about what the team loses with Guzan being out.
1: Well, what we don't. I mean, uh, personality, leadership, good character, uh, uh, good football, good goalkeeper, many things. Uh, So it's, it's obviously, as all the other injuries, it's tough. Uh, but he's a captain, he's, he's the leader, and, and obviously we're going to miss him on the field, but I'm sure off the field, once he's back from surgery, he will be loud as always in the locker room and on the training ground, so I know we won't miss him on that side, but obviously on the field uh, we're gonna, we're, we won't have him, but again, as, as the mantra that we've been using since the very beginning, next man up, and now Bobby is going to take care of that, and I'm sure he's going to do fine.
0: And then, of course, because is captain and because he's a leader, he's the guy who will come out after tough games. He's the guy who, who owned uh, missing the Olympico uh, goal scored by Charlotte in the 1-0 loss two weeks ago. That, that's a big void. So we asked Pineda, how do you replace Brad's leadership?
1: Well, I mean, it has to be many. I mean, you... You cannot never expect the same type of personality with someone else. It's going to be a different type of leadership, different type of uh, vibe, probably. But I mean, they're going to—they all—they all are going to try to do their best to to support the team. And the experienced players, they're going to try to bring that experience within them. Uh, so I don't expect someone to re- replace exactly what Brad brings to the team. But uh, with some combination of different factors, they're going to come with something and they have to sort it out. I mean, that that doesn't worry me uh, that much. I think the team is strong mentally. Uh, He's with the team full time. He's with them. Uh, He's supporting them. And so I think the team is going to be okay.
0: I posted a blog earlier today because Guzan is also captain who I think will take over the role of captain for Atlanta United. We asked Gonzalo Pineda that, and here's what he said.
1: We'll see. We'll see. That's a work in progress. We have to talk to some of them and all that. But, I mean, uh, sometimes the bracelet is just that. And sometimes they know who's leader, who, who leads by example, who's more loud. So, so at the end of the day, it will be someone for sure. And we'll see who's that, that right, pe- right person.
0: So if you want to know who I think should be the captain, uh, go to Twitter at Doug Robertson AJC or Google Doug Robertson AJC, who should be Atlanta United's next captain. So Bobby Shuttleworth, a 14-year MLS veteran, is going to replace Brad in goal. Gonzalo Pineda said the team is considering trying to sign another goalkeeper. Justin Garces, a homegrown, is going to become the second goalkeeper while United Searches around because Dylan Castanera, a few weeks ago, also suffered a ruptured Achilles tendon. This happened in training on grass, and he's already undergone his surgery, and he's out for the year. But here is Bobby Shuttleworth. Or here, I'm sorry, here's Gonzalo Pineda talking about what the team will get from Bobby Shuttleworth.
1: I think he's an experienced goalkeeper, and he's going to bring that. He's going to bring his experience. I think he's someone that is solid in his game. He has so many games uh, in his pocket in this league, so he knows the league. He's going to bring experience and leadership, maybe different type of leadership, but, but at the same time he's someone with a lot of experience that are going to help the back four and, and eventually the whole team.
0: And Bobby, is a, he's a vocal guy. You could hear him in training. He's constantly talking constantly chirping Um, he's a funny guy I think uh, some of the comments that he makes one time they were doing a short sight or small team game and the coach was talking about the four players on the field and we could hear Bobby spout off Uh, you're forgetting the goalkeepers we're players uh, we have five on the field so it's going to be interesting to see what he does and here's Bobby describing his game yeah I think uh, you know I try to communicate as much as possible Um, people in front of me try to Put out dangerous situations when possible. Um, you know, I think I'm fairly aggressive off my line. Try to close things and
1: um, just try to pick up good spots and, and help the team as much as possible.
0: And of course, Shuttleworth was asked, "How is he going to try to replace Guzan?" And here's his answer. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's replacing him. He brings so much to the club. Um, club captain. Uh, you know, obviously he's had an unbelievable career. So, you know, I'm I'm not Brad, and I'm not looking. Um, to be him, I'm myself, and, you know, uh, really unlucky f- for him and for the club that this happened, when, but unfortunately we have to move forward. And, um, you know, for me, I'm just trying to be who I am and bring the things that I do well to the team. Atlanta United has had a spate of injuries uh, this season, particularly season-ending injuries or, or long-term type of injuries. It started with Ozzy Alonso, torn ACL in the D.C. United game, out for the season. Brad, out for the season. Dylan Castanera, out for the season. Joseph Martinez, out six to eight weeks for arthroscopic surgery to clean out some stuff from a previous surgery. Luis Arjujo just recently returned after suffering an injury in the first game. Marcelino Moreno had a foot issue that caused him to miss most of training camp. Santiago Sosa had off-season surgery for a sports hernia. He missed almost all of training camp. Franco Albarra suffered an injury during training camp. He's only recently come back. Machop Chole suffered an injury in the same game. He still has not come back. But our hujo is now back and playing. Emerson Heineman, who has missed the past 10 months after suffering a torn ACL last year, is back playing. So I did ask Pineda about the injuries, if he's talked with sports science, if he's talked with training, the training staff, if they're trying to figure out if there's a commonality or if anything needs to be changed, and here's what he said.
1: Yeah, I mean we reflect on all of that in a daily basis. So it's not something like just because of of the unfortunate injuries, we are taking looking more in depth. I think we have a pretty good sports science department. We rely on them because they are very good. They are a, a, they, they they do their jobs at a very high standard, and obviously we reflect a little bit on that. But I think sometimes this happens, right? And and. Those type of injuries doesn't reflect anything of what we have changed. We haven't changed that much, and especially for the goalkeepers. We've been following the same routine since probably five, six years. We, we review all that, so it's nothing there. But obviously, I mean, we still have to check, and we need and I think we have to continue with the same process we have in place. We are believing a lot in this process, and I think we're going to do fine.
0: So there you go. I know this is a question that one of y'all asked, and I'll go into it a little bit more. But I do want to give you my uh, predicted 11 for Atlanta United for Chattanooga tomorrow. And then we're going to go to a break and then we're going to come back with a mailbag. So my predicted 11 is Bobby Shuttleworth in goal, Ronald Hernandez, Alex Dijon, George Campbell, Mikey Ambrose, Franco Abara, Amar Sadich, Tyler Wolfe, Jake Mulraney, Caleb Wiley, and Jackson Conway. All right, we're going to go to a break and we'll come back with a mailbag. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, All right, and we're back. Before I get in the mailbag, I want to remind you all that this is Southern Fried Soccer from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. You can find me on Twitter at Doug Robertson AJC, on Facebook at Atlanta United News Now. I hope you'll click, share, and subscribe to this podcast and review it. It always helps us. And the Atlanta Journal-Constitution has a special offer for Atlanta United supporters and listeners to this podcast. If you subscribe today, you will not only get unlimited digital access to the AJC and the Sunday paper for $2.30 a week, but we're also throwing in a special limited edition Atlanta United and Atlanta Journal Constitution scarf. So sign up now at subscribe.ajc.com utdscarf. That's subscribe.ajc.com utdscarf. And now let's get into the mailbag. The first is from Josh, longtime listener, first-time caller. Thanks for all that you do. Thanks, Josh. Then he says coffee sip, then a deep breath. <laughs> Hypothesis. This is Josh. Atlanta's scoring problems are at least partially due to a worst-case scenario regarding Joseph's injury. Long year-plus recovery to even get back on the pitch. Lots of lost production. Vows to return, which discourages other top-shelf nines from joining the club. Cisneros, maybe Matthew Hoppe, maybe nothing definitive there. Returns and plays okay, but nowhere near top form. Injury issue lingers, enough to limit production, but not enough to provide a definite, definitive answer on current or future prospects. Fans, front office, still with at least one foot in the past, unable to move on past the glory. Joseph has certainly earned the right to figure it out on his terms. The front office would seriously damage their already-dented reputation by pushing him out. So kind of a no-win scenario for Boca and company. The team clearly lacks a finisher in front of the net. Even when he's back, Joseph may very well not be that guy anymore. All the rest, management, carousel, various trauma with pity, then Barco, assorted other injuries, all seem important, but secondary to the simple fact, that the actual real Joseph hasn't been putting the ball in the back of the net for two years now. How do you move on? Your thoughts? I'll hang up and listen and hug your loved ones. No, I think you've hit the nail right on the head. All of that is very, very true. Very accurate, very well said, and you're 100% correct. The team has not been able to move on. Joseph is a DP. You can only have three DPs. You don't want to buy another DP striker because Pineda typically plays with a one-striker system. But it looks like Atlanta United might be trying to get Matthew Hoppe um, on an on under-22 deal. But then, I don't know, does that mean that, that Joseph is going to come back and not going to play well? What are they going to do with Hoppy? Are they going to try him on the wing? Because he has played on the wing, but they also have Moreno, and they have Almada, and they have Araujo. It's, it's a complex situation that's made more complicated by MLS rules. Josh asks, odds Atlanta United retains the U.S. Open Cup ground? I would think not good because the team cannot score right now. It's having just an awful time trying to put the ball into the net. Um, But it should easily get past Chattanooga. Also, is it more important that we replace Joseph or Guzan? It's Joseph. You've got to find somebody who can put the ball in the net. I think Cisneros deserves another opportunity. Um, But, you know, each of the guys that have come in have failed to put the ball in the net. Conway, Dwyer, and now Cisneros, but I think he should get another opportunity and then we'll see what happens. Noah says, so with Brad out, where do we go from here? By that, it means, I mean, it seems literally every week we get burdened by severe injuries. We hear constantly, it's just bad luck, but seriously, when are we going to start pointing some fingers maybe at the training staff? Well, I hope you listen to Pineda's thoughts on that. I really hope this doesn't continue because it seems like we are stuck in one period of time where we cannot have our healthy at best 11 out on the field. It's getting old, and if we want to compete with other championship-caliber teams, I think we need to start figuring it out because we are by far the most injured teams when it comes to players we absolutely need on the field. When is it time to start pointing fingers? Well, I think you're already pointing fingers there, Noah. Um, but I, it's just its bad luck. I mean, the injuries have happened on turf. They've happened on grass. They've happened on grass at a, a visitor's field. They've happened on grass at Atlanta's training pitch. There's only so much you can do. And Atlanta United is just really, really unlucky. Rob says, have you or anyone else asked the team about two goalkeepers going down to season-ending injuries in a two-week span? That seems like either a lightning strikes twice-level anomaly or a cause for further investigation. Again, different places, different surfaces. It's just bad luck. Alan says, Doug, I want to know when and if Machop Choll will be fit and why Mr. Wolf has not been on the game day roster. That's a good question. I was talking about this the other day with a guy. Tyler Wolf started a couple of games, and then he really hasn't. He's seen the field a little bit, but not at all. Um, I think you'll see him on Wednesday, and then I don't know when you'll see him again. But he needs minutes. I know that. Machop Chol, we have not gotten an update. We'll see. You can see him walking around the training facility at times, um, but no update on that. Will the Open Cup match versus Chattanooga be streamed? I think it's going to be streamed on the team's website. I think. Pat says, so when do we sign Zach Steffen or Ethan Horvath on loan for the remainder of the season? With two keepers down already, it feels like we need to sign an A-lister. Yeah, I don't know if the team is going to go that route. Um, There haven't been any rumors about it anyway. Hernando asks, do you believe the Benz is still a fortress? Under Tata, teams came to the Benz expecting to lose and were happy if they got a result. Under Frank DeBoer and Gabriel Hines, the team started coming to the Benz expecting to get a result and were disappointed if they didn't. How do you think teams feel about coming to the bins now? I don't think it's nearly as tough as it used to be. uh, And a lot of that is because Atlanta United isn't the same team. It's got a lot of talented players, but it just can't seem to put all the pieces together at the same time in the same game. Uh, I mean, there are MLS teams that would love to have Atlanta United's talent. But until you can start scoring goals, it just doesn't matter. Rob asked, with Alec Can, a former Atlanta keeper, and goal for Cincy, should Pineda be faulted for allowing Marcelino Moreno to take the penalty kick in the last game? I thought for sure it would be Almada, since Ken would not have faced off against him in practice. That's a really interesting question, Rob, and one I hadn't thought about, but you're 100% right. I'm sure Alec has faced Moreno in practice before. That's a really good thought. And wrapping up the podcast, Nick says, would you mind talking about what you would like to see in a club captain and who might step up in Guzan's absence? Well, I wrote about that today Nick uh, just to sum up I think it needs to be somebody who's vocal somebody who's not afraid to give someone a kick in the butt or a pat on the back um, somebody who's going to hold the other people accountable by his work ethic by his standards and by his effort uh, and again you can read my blog to see who I think will be the next Atlanta United captain we're going to wrap up the Southern Fight Soccer podcast Atlanta United will host Chattanooga at 730 tomorrow night in Marietta in the third round of the US Open Cup this is Doug Robertson. Hug your loved ones. Goodbye. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluesteak, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nigat, are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC. I'm Ernie Suggs, race and culture reporter for the Atlanta Journal Constitution.